<laughs> Good game. What? Very fun to watch. Hey, they almost came back. Fun game. Onside kick away. Fools did end up having a decent looking stat line at the end of that ball game. He he had he had a Kirk Cousins game. If someone didn't watch it, they would just look at it and go, "Oh, 335 yards, two touchdowns, 99 rating." Crown him MVP. The Lions is fucking terrible. And if Stafford's hurt at all, then they got zero chance. Great, and that gives the bear, the Bears another win. So that's not helping us. What do you mean that's not helping? <laughs> I listen. What are you What are you going for a, an early pick? You're five and four. That's not good enough. It's not. So you're telling me at the beginning the of the Bears year, are not making the playoffs at this rate. Nine right. seven could be good enough, and they play the Vikings, who they own twice. Still, sweeps. You're telling me if before the season I told you that through the first nine games the Bears would start five and four, you wouldn't take that. I think you would. But knowing what I know after watching one, yeah. Well, let's wars, let's take all that out of the equation no, for a second. No, no, no. That matters. It matters. Does it? Does yes. it though? Yes, it matters. So if you told me the Bears had a a good defense around like the top seven, top five, and then the offense was the worst in the NFL, and we're five and four. You think I'm taking that? No, I'm not taking that. Does that mean the offense has a lot of room for improvement, or is it just <laughs> is it is it okay, cooked? Maggie? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 problems are fixable. Not with this head coach. It's not. God, he looks so stupid. Fuck. Just fire him. He's so upbeat. Like, oh my god, this guy is ridiculous. What do you want to be sulking? Be pissed off. Something. Take some accountability. Fuck. He's sitting out there saying, "Oh yeah, we had made improvement here and there." You know, killed some momentum. The fuck, man. This guy doesn't ever take accountability. Ever. It's always, we gotta look at the tape. Gotta look at the tape. Let you know. Room for improvement. So other than that, how do you feel about the performance? He said our guys fought till the very end. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Classic naggy guy. Classic naggy statement. We fought till the end. Guys fought hard. We'll bring it back next week. Look at the tape. I mean, look at the standings. I don't care about the standings. I'm so tired of hearing <laughs> it. You sound like Matt Nagy, dude. If you actually look at them, though, they're a... three weeks ago. He said we're five and one. Everything's good. Then he said five and two, guys. Like so five and three. What are you gonna say next? Five yeah, and eleven. Uh, I wasn't gonna bring up the wins losses. I was gonna say eighth place. Eighth place. Is that good enough? Is that the standard we've set around Chicago? Eighth place. It is November 8th, 2020. We're back for a Bears recap of their game today, week nine, on the road against the Tennessee Titans. So the Bears lost that game, made it close at the end, 24-17. That'll drop their record to 5-4 in the season. And the outside looking of the playoffs right now, but still in the thick of the race. So we're going to go to our Bears analysis first. Uh, Mr. Sweeps, what is your instant reaction of that game? 
my instant reaction was that was horrid. That was absolutely terrible. The offense is just not even at an NFL level at this point, it seems. That was one of the worst performances offensively I've seen in a long time. And then Matt Nagy's going to sit there and say, hey, we, we made improvements in the fourth quarter. Yeah, we scored two touchdowns. Yeah, no. It was terrible. But if you if going into the game, if you would have told me that the defense held Derrick Henry to 68 yards rushing, 3.2 yards per carry, and Tannehill is completing less than 50% of his passes – 158 yards, I would have told you they probably won that game. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, pretty fair to say. If you just were to glance over at that Titans box score, Tannehill, 10 for 21, 158 yards, that's it. The sack three times, you know, you'd probably think the Bears came on on top of this game. Uh, uh, Stevens, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I expected to see a little more of a battle between the Titans offense. I thought they were going to give the Bears some fits, but the Bears, for the most part, really shut them down. Problem was, they just couldn't get the offense moving for the Bears. So, I mean, the defense spent the whole game on the field. You can't, you can't keep that offense off the board forever. The stat that stood out the most, um, maybe to a lot of people, probably agree with this, but Marquevious Mingo being the Bears' leading rusher in the first half. I mean just based off that <laughs> there's I don't know there's nothing you could really from a hope standpoint um, or something to get excited standpoint seeing your linebacker on a fake punt uh, be your hey, lead rusher at the first half hey I said in the first ha- or I said the other day that uh, special teams are going to be a big factor in this game and it, it looked like it was gonna with that fake I like that fake only they did absolutely nothing with it after that the offense came right back out and stalled so yeah, we could sit here and talk about, you know, the offense struggles all day. But, I mean, if if you want to look at some bright spots, I mean, Roquan Smith, he just looks like an all-pro out there. I mean, he's getting better every week. Danny Trevathan made a couple of nice plays. Overall, the defense, I think, played pretty well. But Buster Screen, Buster Screen, he gave up two touchdowns again. He seems to be the weak point of that defense. Yeah, I mean, if you just go look at the Titans, you know, team stats, 11 first downs, um, that's only 11, 11 first downs on 12 drives. You know, the Bears led. Um, I mean, these, these stats are a little skewed because of uh, the fourth quarter, Titans in defense, so that helped the Bears stats out a lot. But just looking at the Titans stats, 228 yards only of offense, 136 passing, only 92 in the ground. I mean, that Bears, I think, in my opinion, the Bears' entire season has been – they, it, what, what we kind of saw today for the most part. They're in what it seems like every single game at the end, but it's just, just kind of shaky. I don't know. It's It's been weird. And just the defense was keeping them in it for so long. It just felt like felt inevitable that they were going to get right back in that game, and they just they, they couldn't do it. It was, it was kind of frustrating. I'm not even a Bears fan, so I can't even imagine how someone like Sweeps is feeling after that one. Yeah, I'm not feeling pretty good about it. I'm gonna be completely honest. And what, do you, what, what do you guys think? Five and four. Well, how do you think the rest of the season is gonna go? Do you think? Well, that's just the weird thing about it. They've looked pretty terrible these past couple weeks. And you're, I mean, I'm not gonna say. You're, I guess you're not. A, are you a believer in this team for the rest of the year? Before I continue, what I was gonna say. Uh, just because I don't want to put words in your mouth. 
it's I'm I'm that offense is so bad. I'm not sure if I'm a believer anymore. I mean, the defense can only do so much. At what point do you think they could potentially lose that locker room, or do you do you think that's a that could happen at this point with the defense just carrying the load every single week? I said I thought Nagy might have lost the locker room last year, and some certain Bears fans got pretty mad at me for saying that. But yeah, I think it's a definite possibility. There's got to be a lot of tension built up in that room. So I don't know if Sweeps is going to like this, but he did say let's talk about some half-glass full stuff. So the Bears are the eighth seed right now in the NFC. All right, so listen to this. The 49ers are behind them, four and five, with potentially the most injured team in the league, maybe even all-time kind of at this point. Then after that, the Vikings are three and five. And – Nagy's 4-0 against the Vikings. He's never lost to them. They played each other twice till this year. And then after that, the Lions are 3-5. Bears have that tiebreaker right now. Um, Falcons are 3-6. Panthers are 3-6. Bears have both those tiebreakers also. So really looking at this, the Bears only have seven games left, as do the Falcons and Panthers. I mean, obviously eight doesn't get you a win. They have to pass either the Rams, Cardinals. You know, Packers, Saints, one of those NFC East teams have to get in. But I know Sweeps, I don't think he likes hearing this just because maybe like it's kind of bringing them back up again, but they're still in it. They're only a half game out of the Rams who have a bye this week. And the Cardinals playing right now at five and two. So when the Saints play later also, they could also drop to five and three. But it's just weird for how just poor they've looked. That they put themselves in that position being five and one to start off with. That's I guess what I'm getting at that. And they're still in a spot. They're ahead of the 49ers, or ahead of the Vikings, they're ahead of the Lions, or ahead of the Falcons. Yes, they obviously have to go up one more spot. But they're still there. Yeah, and a bright spot of that, it's not like they're losing the bad teams. They're they they're th- three or four losses or four losses. They've all been to good football teams. Especially the last three weeks. You know, those are all tough matchups that I don't think you'd expect to win I mean obviously they had a chance in all of them I mean it really hurts not to come away with any wins there but it's not like they're out there losing to garbage teams yeah but if you don't expect to win those games then even if this team squeaks in the playoffs with the seventh seed or even if they expand the playoffs to the eight teams do you really think that they're built to have a playoff run right well when, like... when, when I said I expect don't expect them to win. It's not, I'm not saying like I expect them to lose. I think more of it's somewhat balanced and it can go either way. That's more what I meant. Regardless if you expect them to lose or not, like this, this team is, even if they got to the playoffs, I just don't think the offense is good enough to even put up like 20 points at this point. So how could you expect to make a playoff run? Hey, if they run to that Seahawks team, if the bears are the eight and the Seahawks are the one, I mean, right there is the Seahawks is, Got destroyed by the Bills offense. Weren't the today. Titans supposed to be one of these horrific defenses? Like, yeah, Titans probably have a worse defense than the Seahawks. I know you're saying that, but at some point you got to produce. Yeah, if you're the Bears and you're not able to move the ball and score on this Titans defense, of all teams you play, that might be the worst defense they play all year. I don't know exactly their schedule, but it's got to be one of them. That's a bad defense, and they didn't even have Clowney today. And they still couldn't couldn't score. They what do they have three points at halftime? 
That is just unacceptable. No, I had nothing at halftime. Nothing. nothing? Yeah, e- even worse. So going into the fourth quarter, the Bears were down 17-0. Um, they made that a ball game at the end. Do you think there's a glimmer of hope there, sweeps, or do you think, you know, that's just what the Titans were doing, you know, prevents, keep the plays underneath them, um, just and don't give up, you know, that lead? I mean, Allen Robinson did make some pretty amazing grabs, but I think it's more on what the Titans were giving the Bears rather than the Bears giving the Titans any fits. I mean, Nagy's going to – he sat out there and said, you know, our guys fought till the end and – Let's look at the tape, blah, blah, same thing every fucking week. I mean, he's got to be on the hot seat. Same with Pace for putting that offensive line out there. And, of course, with all the QB drama that's been going on, he chose Trubisky. He chose to go get Nick Foles. He's a pocket quarterback, and he has no pocket. So, like, I don't know what Pace is doing. Nagy, same thing every single week. He's got a, He does not hold himself accountable at all. And I just want to ask you guys, do you think both of these guys are in their positions next year? I think, it, this one first. I think this question is kind of a trap question at this point. Uh, there's still a lot, a lot of season left. And the way things are trending, I'm starting to lean towards no. But a lot could change. If they end up over 500 and end up in the playoffs, I think the answer is no. I think we will see them next year. But if they end up 7, 9, 8, and 8, missing out on the playoffs, I think I think Pace will be gone. And I think if Pace is gone, I think Nagy goes with him. I think a new GM brings in his own guy. But they're still 5-4. and four. Like I know you don't want to hear that at all, but it's not like – it's not like they're struggling as bad as it feels. Yeah, but they could also have two less wins. You know, we came back versus the Lions, can't come back versus the Falcons. This could look a lot worse than it does right yeah, now. Yeah, and if it did, then then my answer to that question would be completely different. If they were what, that would make them four or three, three, and, three and, and six. Three and six. Yeah, if they were three and six, yeah, then I'd say almost for sure. And they'd probably be looking towards where their their draft placement, rather than competing to try to get into a playoff spot. It'd be a completely different situation. Yeah, I pretty much have to agree with what the the goat just said there. Uh, there's still too much time left. And, you know, things can change. You know, back the other way because they they were five and one at one point, so they won five out of six. Uh, but then these last three obviously aren't very encouraging. But they're still they put themselves in a position to where there's too much still to be seen these last seven games to give a concrete answer on that. Yeah, but the offense is just so hard to watch each week. It's just it's not a good product to put out there for the fans. I mean, yeah, you could sit here and be hopeful about five and four, but I just don't see it getting any better, especially with how the line is built. But where can you go with, with this if you're the Bears? You're five and four. It's not like you're in a place where you're going to be tanking, you, you might as well battle it out. You know, it's there's nothing really. There's where where do you go if you're the Bears right now? They're going to battle it out, but I just don't think the offense is good enough. I, I mean, if you look at the rest of the schedule, yeah, there's a, there's some bad teams in there. I think the best case is nine and seven at this point. I mean, with, I, I, with seven teams making it, that 
has a good chance of getting a win, especially the tiebreakers that they own to this point. Uh, with the NFC West and how competitive it is, I don't think nine wins gets you in. It's there's a chance. There is a chance. I mean, of course, there's always a chance, but I mean, you got Vikings twice, who Nagy's never lost to. Jaguars, Texans, Lions, and Packers twice. I think that changes this year. I think at best they're going to split the Vikings. Without the Vikings, would look pretty good these past couple of weeks, right? Yeah, it's almost like they're getting stronger as the season went on. Who would have thought? What other comments do we have on this ball game? Uh, maybe I'm overreacting, but after the performance that I just watched and watching Nagy throughout the years, it's hard to be hopeful. This is weird because I think it's a fair reaction, especially as a Bears fan. But I mean, that defense has been keeping him in every single game. I mean, yeah, that offense is. Yeah, so you, your your action is pretty understandable with uh, the performance the offense has put on the field these past three weeks. This is a known thing in Chicago. Defense shows up throughout the years, and then the offense lets them down. It's like some point you got to get the right guys in there from top to bottom to get that to change so i gotta ask you about the elephant in the room what as a bear fan <laughs> what do you think the issue is with this offense like it's well, it's a little bit of everything i mean maggie this play calling he, i think he needs to try to give up play calling but he's too stubborn for that to happen um, his personnel decisions are very questionable like pretty much at all points throughout the game. Uh, the O-line, uh, obviously there's been a lot of injuries and stuff like that, but that's you could put that on Nagy too, you know, coaching. Uh, Juan Castillo, he is not not getting these guys prepared. The Bears are the most penalized team in the NFL. So you got bad line play, you got backups in there, and then you got a quarterback who you know, he likes to throw in the pocket with a clean pocket and He's ending up throwing off his back foot, and he looks like he's seeing ghosts out there, even when he does have a good pocket. So it's a little bit of everything, but I think you got to start with the coach. Yeah, it's it's a dumpster fire, no doubt. I do think it is a collective issue. I see a lot of people, you know, trying to place blame or scapegoat either specific players or specific coaches. But yeah, it's it's really a collection of everything. It's just been a complete dumpster fire. But don't you just you, you have to start with the coach though, right? That's how it always. Goes. I mean, the coach is responsible. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Whether or not it's the coach's fault, because I per, I personally don't think they have the talent on offense to have a good offense, anyways. But at the same time, he's not helping the case. He's making things worse. So yeah, he he is he is definitely deserving of a good amount of blame, from my perspective, at least. All right, sweeps. Well, let's 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 try to let's try to make the scene a little brighter. Then, who would your offensive and defensive game balls both go to? I mean, can you really even give an offensive game ball? Well, like, probably, I, I, think probably <laughs> I know, I know. Alan, if you got to say anybody, it's probably Allen Robinson. What, wait, made some nice plays. What about Barkevius Mingo? <laughs> offensive player of the game. There you go. Uh, uh, defensive player of the game, obviously Roquan. He's been a beast out there. Really impressed with how he's played each week. Um, yeah, offensive game ball. <sighs> Robinson, <laughs> you get he's the only guy really. I mean, Mooney made some nice plays too, but 
And when you look at this, the the box score, it looks like Nick Foles had a pretty good game if you didn't watch the game. Yeah, it's like a Kirk Cousins stat line. I mean, he really doesn't yeah, do Kirk much. Kirk Cousins is then, really good at that. But then kind of saves saves the stat line at the end of the game, and it looks looks pretty. So, huge game next week, Monday night, prime time, national television against the Vikings. Vikings 3-5. and five. This could potentially be a game where the Bears bury the Vikings and, you know, put them out of the playoffs for good. If they fall 3-6, and six, hard to imagine them making a comeback to get to 9-7 and seven or 10-6. and six. So, what do, we, uh, what do we see as a extremely early uh, preview for that game? At first glance, I would say flex that game on a Monday night if you have a COVID case. But, I mean, if you're stuck with that, it's going to be a clunker. It's going to be a clunker. I mean, the Bears, they're going to hold Kirk Cousins to nothing, and then it's going to be on Cook to really, you know, make plays. But with the Bears, it's like week to week with this Bears defense. Like, they held Henry in check today. Like, amazing. And then, you know, next week they'll give up, like, 150, 200 yards rushing. Like, it's just... I don't know what it is with this Bears defense, but and then Z- Mike Zimmer up against that Bears offensive line could could be looking at more of the it same. Might be under twenty points scored. Under twenty we'll see, total. <laughs> I don't know if the Bears are going to be able to score. I don't know. And then Bears defense always does well against the Vikings. Well, I mean, where they could kind of move the ball against, I thought it would be the Vikings because of that young secondary, but. Maybe not if they couldn't move the ball against the Titans either. So, I don't know. They'll be it back just home. Comes down. Go ahead. I was going to say they'll be back home. I'm just uh, trying to list more positives here to try to even the positive-negative takes in the Bears, I guess, for today. Do we have any last comments on the uh, Bears today? Mm-hmm. Nah, I think we should yeah. just put it to rest. Yeah, I, I, I think anyone who watched the game will probably agree on just about everything that's been. Can you burn the tape us. again? Yeah. How many times can you burn the tape in one one season? It's like, exactly. It you can't. Became an actual laughing stock when I actually laughed out loud. Was the fourth and one, then back to back false starts. That falls on the head coach and the coaching staff. Like these guys are not ready, and they they put the wrong guys out there. It seems at times. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Well, they got seven regular season games left to turn this around. Now, do we have any last comments on these guys, though? No, I I've got nothing else. Nah. Burn right. the tape, fire the head coach, call it a day. All right, you heard it there for some sweeps. Um, Bears firing Nagy, and the tape is going along with them. So that's all from <laughs> us today. The Bears recap, they fall 5-4, and four, uh, losing 24-17 to the Tennessee Vikings. And we will see you guys next time. Make everything so fucking official, like we got to stick up our ass. Do you have a stick up your ass? So does Nagy. We all have a stick up our ass. I don't.